All right. I hope everyone's uh, had a good Christmas and looking forward to their uh, Boxing Day full of football. Really excited to share the conversation that I had with Nick from Bands FC. This was recorded a couple of weeks ago. Bands FC, what they do is make imaginary football badges for music artists. Uh, Their motto is uh, bands as football teams, football teams as bands. And uh, Nick was good enough to spend some time with me on the phone. He was in a Starbucks somewhere in, uh, in Manchester. Cole does drop a couple of times, but I think it's uh, I think we get away with it. Amongst other things, we, we talk about how they got into doing all of this and what their process is of, of creating these things. Their work with Manchester City, a spinal tap, a bit of cholos and how they relate to Bell and Sebastian. I hope you really enjoy it. I'll see you on the other side of this. All right, we'll, we'll get straight into it, really, I suppose. I'll, I'll, so, Absolutely. I'll, brilliant. Yeah, don't worry not. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a massive fan. Pleasure. And so uh, I'm, it's it's great to, great to speak with you. Some of the first designs that you, you came up with, I think, are particularly kind of, um, of of interest to the clubs that support their teams at the Bluefoot, which is the, the podcast that we uh, um, do. Um what was the catalyst, first of all, for the, the, the first designs that you, you came up with? What was the, the, yeah. the, the impetus for that? Well, what it was, was, um, I was, I worked for the Charlatans and I was doing some merchandise for them and we'd done this really exciting project called North by Northwich, which I... was uh, their adopted hometown yeah. where they uh, put on some gigs. And it was coming to the end of that and it was coming to the start of the World Cup. So I was talking to a friend who's a graphic designer, and I, I, we were we were kind of having this chat that you know the world was going to be overtaken by football, and if you were in a band, it or you everything big yourself kicked to the side a bit. So bands would be well advised to footballize themselves up a bit. You know, it's like there's the old traditional thing of doing a song, but, but it used to be like a uh, you know a song that was. So, I don't know, official or whatever, and had the team involved. And then I think teams realised they were a bit cheesy. And then so everyone did a song without the team. That was football's relationship with music that was a bit, it was a bit, mm, you know, Ozzy's Dream or one of those awful songs. Yeah, uh, um, Vindaloo et al. Yeah. Yeah, and you, well, I suppose people would say that was quite cool. I'm not so sure, but um, <laughs> uh, but but that was that was post. I think you know that involved Keith Allen, and Keith Allen was involved in you know World in Motion, which kind of changed a lot for um, for the uh, for for music and football's relationship. Sure. So, but I'm talking about the real daft actual teams being involved, sure. where they um, some players who didn't want to be there were singing along to some sort of song right. um, social media has kind of cooled things up a bit of like you know if you're into design or you're into things like that you can immediately swap these things one of the things we sort of come across is these like concept kits which is a sort of network on Twitter or Instagram where people are saying hey the, the Italy kit, kit should look like this well that was never available to and the same thing happened in music when you got bedroom studios at one time it was never open for some kid to go I think music should stand, sound like this but you get someone like you know famously like Daniel Beddingfield who made a record just on a course of studio in his in his bedroom and uh, it went to number one yeah. and so it sort of democratised the whole thing somebody can say you had the ability with things like uh, Illustrator to come up with these things. Uh, this whole idea would have involved a couple of people sat in a pub 
thinking they're quite funny, doodling it with a pencil and them not looking quite right. Right. But what we've got is something that absolutely pings. You know, it looks like the actual thing an actual club would use. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the catalyst was all of those things thrown in a, in a mix. You know, because people kind of... One of the big questions is, why has nobody done this before? And it, well, it needed... It's sort of like the perfect storm. It needed social media. So until social media was prevalent it would not have worked until the technology was in everybody's house to be able to make a really professional design it wouldn't have worked right. so it would have been consigned to being a pub chat have you had any like, like clubs using your badges and things in in, in this way oh, Manchester City they just did a project recently where you could make it was a bit of world first you could make your own city shirt and there was a choice of 35 things you could put on it because they were we, we do shirts ourselves, which you would have seen. Of course, yeah. Um, and there's these differing things on them outside of the design. You've got the sponsor. You've got the kit manufacturer. You've got the club badge. And then even now, you've got hem tag. And so we put a bit of a lyric on a hem tag. or whatever, But they, they're used by the actual teams. And so City had, let's say, 10 different hem tags, 10 different possible what you'd call shirt sponsors, but I'm saying the place that that sits. Um, and they used ours for the, um, Liam Gallagher, Noel Gallagher, Fantastic. Johnny Marr, and Oasis. Yeah. So all those bands gave, and solo artists gave clearance. So we made a shirt and gave it to Noel, and he absolutely loved it. Fantastic. Are you kind of working with uh, Roma soon as well in, in some capacity? Yeah, that's just about to be. Yeah, that's just about to be revealed over the next couple of days of exactly what, but it's um, merchandise in the style where music meets football. So they think quite sort of outside of the box, and they got in touch with us and said, "I've sort of liked it to a bit of." Um, there was a band called Us Three. Blue Note Records were about to take them to court over a track called I think it was Flip Fantasia because it's heavily sampled in a, a jazz track from their back catalogue so the, the record label said we've got our lawyers we need to speak to you so they went in and they said look there's two ways we can do this we can sue you and stop you doing your record or we can give you the entire back catalogue of Blue Note and you can make loads more they huh. did them and, and the, the highest selling album on that label came out by that band and that's the thing of like I think football clubs have realised fanzines was probably the first one of you know the, the clubs probably lost their minds over how dare these people make their own magazines mm-hmm. that criticise us laugh or whatever yeah. and they realised eventually it was like no put an arm round them and ask them what their concerns with the club are, and they ended up being the things that um, made changes. Yeah. So they were a real sort of positive thing, and the same with us. Of like, ours is done with a bit of humour, a bit of style, a bit of whatever. So rather than um, rather than getting all uh, shirty about it, they they brought us in. Fantastic. It's, it's yeah. been an amazing thing. I've, I've been to see Manchester United. I've been to see Arsenal um, over the you know their conversations about. What are you planning to do? Because we're going to slam dunk you if it's anything we don't agree with. <laughs> I really like the the idea of the uh, shirts are kind of evolving out of all of those things, and and in the badges as well. Those details are the things that I kind of really uh, really relish. I think those are, those are fantastic, especially the, the the Latin phrases for that are pertinent to the bands as well. They're particularly my favourites, especially the Spinal Tap one was was fantastic in, in my opinion. Yeah, and that was that was a strange story. 
worry about that one because um, I don't know if you know, but um, you, do you know the origin of why we chose Spinal Tap for the for the Shrewsbury badge? Uh, he wears the Derek uh, Smalls. Yeah, Derek Smalls wears the. And the, yeah. thing, and the thing is, I was a fan of Spinal Tap. It was one of my favourite things and one of my favourite films. And when we started this, somebody said, "Oh, you're doing Spinal Tap at Shrewsbury," and I thought that was a reference to. But I thought it maybe was somebody who didn't like Shrewsbury and kind of thing. <laughs> It was that they were a joke, you know, and would you do... And then somebody else said it, and somebody else. And then I sort of got a bit of a sideline chat with one of them. I said, what, what is it makes you say that? I said, he's wearing a Shrewsbury shirt. Well, I just presumed he'd be wearing whatever stuff they... You know, heavy yeah. metal kind of gear. If and, anything, and really, looked, yeah. And, and, and again, somebody asked us, why did Derek Smalls wear that shirt? And we were like... Oh, we don't know. Because um, they said it's confounded people for a long time. Um, and then somebody asked, so you know about who plays Derek Smalls? Is Harry Shearer. Indeed so, yeah. Somebody said, why don't we ask? Boom, there he goes. Tags the real Harry Shearer. And he answered. It was this, but what happens... Because somebody asked us, loads of people kind of see it. What we do, people see. So they were clicking like. And then Harry Shearer must have got on um, Twitter and thought, why are people liking this thing? Oh, it's a question about why was Derek Smalls wearing that? And he said, I used to spend a bit of time in London while we were um, setting up doing the film. And he said, and there was a place on Leicester Square that sold soccer shirts. He said, I went in there and I thought, Derek Smalls would own a club. The same as Elton John did. So this is an American guy who was aware that Elton John owned a club. Right. And he said, but they certainly wouldn't be in the top flight. That's a Derek Small Spinal Tap thing. Right. They, and he looked around and recognised all the shirts apart from one and said, I love that. We had checked what the name was and they they said the name and they not heard of them either. So... And it's a particularly garish shirt as well, isn't it? The the orange and the blue, and it's uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Not I don't think orange and blue figure on too many uh, colour <laughs> schemes, do they? And, but that was the thing of like, so this weird thing we'd set up started being this platform for stuff happening. We, you know, we raised a hundred thousand pounds. Amazing. By, uh, we did a pulp design. The drummer from Pulp saw the design and said, "Why don't we do something?" That. Pulp drummer has probably got the best music football connection of anyone. Which right, some of this will so. break out into a, a, a sideline quiz. But are, <laughs> are you aware of his link? I'm not. I don't think. No. Oh, I can give you his name because he's the clues in the name. Nick Banks. Banks. Okay. Oh, really? He's a yeah, relative Gordon of Banks. Gordon Banks. His nephew. Wow. Nephew. So from Sheffield, where Pulp are from, and then when you look into it. Gordon Banks wasn't famously linked with the Sheffield Club. You know, what a proud thing for him to have in his family. I'm a, I'm a massive um, Richard Hawley fan, that's also speaking of Sheffield. Well, yeah, Richard, Richard saw the pulp one and, and got a message to us saying, where's mine? <laughs> and it. then when we did it, we said, um, we'll make some, you know, so we did some uh, slip mats and sent yeah. them to him, and he loved them. Well, that's a, 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 the, the big thing as well, is that you are socially conscious and, and, and raise a lot of money for charities and things like that, don't you? So uh, um, well, it's great to see. Um, as, as much as... We absolutely loved doing it. Very early on, we realised that this had to be like that. Yeah. It could not be any other way because some idiot like me was doing this for commercial gain. 
I'd currently be flipping, languishing in a flipping ditch somewhere, but been, having been put there by the lawyers of a, a club who were swiftly followed by the lawyers of a, a band. We have to, you know, what we had to do was use what was theirs in a hugely positive way. So I'm not saying I would have liked to have kept all the money and bought a, a, a penthouse somewhere. It was, you know, and we started sponsoring teams. You know, there's a tradition of that in music from Sleaford Mods to Motorhead yeah. to The Prodigy. Absolutely. And we thought, wow, imagine bands I've seen on the front of someone's shirt. But we did, um, we did a Prince Gold Juniors. We sponsored Imagine a, a junior team would never do replica shirts. We're <laughs> selling replica shirts and sold quite a few. <laughs> That's that's brilliant. Um, it's just it, so it sounds to me like there's a whole different sort of range of processes that things get suggested to you. You see a, a badge maybe. That oh yeah, we get, 20, we get twenty um, twenty a day off off bands. Hi, I'm a big fan. Big been a big fan for a long long time. I'm the bass player in. Um, Contagious jumpers, and we were thinking, wouldn't it be great for you to do us the design? As we have a new single coming out in three months, and we're hoping to get played on uh, local radio. Now, I do reply to everyone and say, Look, it's, well, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of sweet that people do still get in touch. Um, and then we'll hear, you know, Fontaine's DC were not really going when we started off. We grew, you know, we loved them, so there was one, you know, they the all the different ways of doing them sort of pick up you, you're just listening to the radio and it'll say a name of a band or you know yeah. or whatever or you know but another one was look up if you were to look up club badges in South Korea or Poland and these things crop up and there's a train on the front or there's a you know yeah. some kind of psychedelic thing yeah. that links it <laughs> uh, where the Japanese ones you think wow is that a manga film or a Japanese football team so when Pete Fowler famously did um, Super Animals artwork. So we looked into some Japanese clubs and stuff, and they looked like Pete's artwork. So we kind of melded two clubs together to come up with this thing, and it it kind of looked as a homage to him, you know. So so there's a, uh, so many different ways, of, but it just you know the rabbit hole of um, researching stuff. But we we do outside of that, we've got like a real love for design. I saw a picture the other day of Michael Collin, Neil Armstrong, and Buzz Aldrin. I don't know if you saw. I did. I yes, indeed. You know, it just like it's a firework in your brain that goes off that says, "Doesn't that look like an album sleeve?" We jumped in, and uh, the, you know, and it slowly pinged with people that they said, "Wow, isn't that great?" And I was like, "Wow, let's get other other space pictures. Let's imagine this band is real, and that was their first album. What were the other albums?" You know, yeah, the, the tricky sophomore album. And then, uh, yeah, exactly. And so the. You've got to give credit to how brainy people are. I'm just we're just working on some more Smith's science ones um, now. The little scientific diagrams. So the bands I see thing is like it's a brilliant. It's morphed into just, something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've just like you know Mark's such an amazing designer and we come up with ideas and and things like that. But we've got you know we I don't know if you saw the ABBA IKEA, IKEA thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's these constant ideas that we have between us. We'll bring in friends to do a bit of work for us too. Uh, there's a guy we just met online called Matt as a kit. What would Sainsbury's look like as a kit? So we did them, and then I saw them. And when I showed them on our Twitter, and this guy's got it going on, look at these. We opened it to a bigger audience, and then I was like, 
So he, he started doing them for us, and we did one for the Flaming Lips. We made their shirts. We took them to the band. They loved them. Wayne shared a picture of him wearing his. You know, so the, the possibilities are endless, yeah. really. Currently, you're being exhibited in Stockport Museum. Is that right? Yeah, and then we've got two more planned. One is at Brudenell Social Club, which is one of our favourite venues in the world. Nice. And also um, the British Music Experience in Liverpool. We're going back there. So we, we had an exhibition last year and they've invited us back. Fantastic. Uh, so with a completely new exhibition because, well, it'd be kind of crazy because uh, we only appeal to a certain kind of person and they go, it's all this last year. So we've, <laughs> we've, you know, made a whole new one. Fantastic. And you were in, in New York as well. How did that go? Oh, it was amazing because um, a lot of what we've done seems like a joke. You know, the amount of people I've spoken to when I've said, who is this and why are you bloody doing this to us? Stop being so mean. And, you know, and it's like, no, it is Manchester City. I'm sorry, right, good. Let's, uh, so, so somebody got in touch and said, look, we'd love to bring the exhibition to New York. And that was probably about two months after we started it. Yeah. And we're like, well, how would it work? And they said, well, we, we've got a concept store in Soho in New York. We'll bring you over. You can say up. And then, but there was an amazing one that the Mexican metro system was celebrating its birthday. So the, the um, equivalent of the London Underground in Mexico City. So they offered stations out to various bodies for them to do them up. So let's say, well, the British Embassy got asked to do one, um, a station called Auditorio. And imagine Mexico City is known for its numbers. And imagine their metro system is known for its numbers. (laughs) We got told that, uh, you know, three million people a week would pass through embassy they thought and they said well what what, what, did, the, what did the british bring to mexico that's worth celebrating so they wrote rock music and football so what happened was he wrote down these two words music football in my head that if it when they make the film of bands fc there's somebody uh, looking at his phone he's gone come over here a minute <laughs> you know, and shows in Bands FC, and it's like we got to email these lot. Yeah, and they, that's they it. use our designs. They use our designs all around this. Yeah, our work um, here is done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> off to the off to the pub then. Well, I'm, I'm, so I'm in San Diego, very close to the Mexico border and to uh, Tijuana, where the Cholos play. And I, 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 that's one of my other favourites is the, the, the Bell Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a really good one. I, I like that it references the story, but also the dog as well and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Great, great stuff. Well, the other thing as well, I, I don't know whether you've caught the, the Piccadilly Records brought out their... Uh, end of year lists today and it's a Manche- uh, I did see but I've not um... it's a Manchester band that's uh, that's got the top um, top album this year and I'd never heard of them they're called WH Lung I don't know if you've heard of them yes. at all yeah 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 they're actually named after um, it's a Chinese supermarket oh. so that's how we, as soon as I saw the name it's like wow what a thing to get your name from yeah so yeah I am aware of them. I'm aware of. We've not done anything, but but if 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 Mark will be aware of them as well. But if something jumped up, they'd that's be, the thing. Isn't it? Know, yeah. They're on our they're on our radar. They were anyway. Good. And honestly, that's been a, a thing that I've I've gained a lot of new music through kind of following uh, both of you. Which and, is fantastic because yeah. if you name check those kind of well, let's do it now. Of, of who who who've you found? A lot of, a lot of people have found Slow Readers Club, which yeah, we did that, as um, Everton. Where people are like, yeah, I'm not even from, 
well, that was in a Manchester accent. <laughs> yeah, they're not even from Manchester, in a Scouse accent. Or they're not even from Liverpool. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. And we, you know, we've always stood firm and said that they don't have to be. And it was introducing people to the idea that it was... Because we were like, hold on, if this was about what the where the band was from or who the singer supports, we'd be bored before you are. <laughs> you know, so. so it was like... We're going on a million different things, and it was like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, people, our audience kind of said, ah, oh, yeah, we'll forgive you then. Let's let's see what, you know, so, and Slow Readers came up as Everton, even though from, from Manchester. And it was, I don't want to get it serious, but it's sort of about breaking down that sort of ridiculousness, isn't no. it? Indeed so. And, yeah, you, you do put people to rights on, on social media as well, don't you? That kind of... That you remind people that they are uh, um, grown-ups at the end of the day. And, uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And those... <laughs> you know, that I was learning as much as other people were. When I... Because that's me as a person. I've always liked to address things and people, if I think something's a bit odd or whatever, I would sort of ask them on the spot or say and that was the thing that was like I don't want to take too much more of your, of your time I really appreciate your um, uh, oh that's great as you may have gathered I do like talking <laughs> no it's, it's been very refreshing well enjoy San Diego and we'll I'm back over how far are you from uh, and, you know God don't let this be like one of those people go hey you live in Manchester you, do you know Steve um <laughs> But how far are you from Texas? Um, we are quite a ways away, really. Probably a good couple of, well, at least a thousand <laughs> miles. Texas, how much? I would say at least a thousand miles, probably. Jesus yeah. Christ! I love it when I love it when people do that. But but it can't be because you're near Mexico, and you said you were near Mexico, and I know Texas is near Mexico, so, so I'm say you're about half a mile away. Uh, uh, go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, we're going to go to South by Southwest, but not with it's not with Bands FC, it's with um, with Tim. We're fantastic. So, uh, but, well, there you go. We could have. Yeah, I'm going to look at my, I'm next. I'm going to buy a world map. But it's not big enough. <laughs> yeah, I no, don't it, know where anything well, is. It's not all marks. I've proved I don't know where anything is. I think there might be a San Diego, Texas, but I'm definitely San Diego, California. Oh, so yeah. yeah. That's yeah, maybe no, what you were thinking just, of. No, I'm not. I'm just stupid. I stand by the fact that the whole of California's near there. But anyway. Well, um, but, uh, and if you ever get to the the West Coast, I'm sure that, that Bluefoot would be um, a well, yeah, happy we host. Well, yeah, with, uh, so. with the charlatans. So, yeah, hopefully very soon. But I'll give you a shout and you can come and see the charlatans. Brilliant. Thank nice you so much so indeed. Yeah. I really appreciate uh, it. No problem. Bye-bye. Um, bye, bye. Continue success with everything. Yes. Absolutely. Nice one, sir. Our thanks again uh, goes to Nick for uh, spending that time with us. Really, really appreciate it. What I'll do is I'll link to all of the different things that we cover, including obviously their Instagram and Twitter accounts where you can see all of their uh, designs. I also wanted to highlight following on from the uh, success of the supporters group holiday party, where lots of money was raised for the Arc Centre and their work with children with autism. There is a event going on at the Tap Room in uh, Pacific Beach uh, where 20% of the proceeds go to that fantastic cause and that's going to be on Saturday, January the 4th uh, between 11am and 11pm. So all day uh, money will be donated to Arc Centre. So if you're in the area, well, thank you um, for listening to this. Let me know what you thought about it on the usual platforms. We are at Footy From Foot on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook see you once again and we will meet back um, at some point next week uh, whenever we get an opportunity to to record and uh, yeah we'll we'll have uh, something before the new year so until then have a lovely christmas period <laughs> <laughs>